is Christina, and thank you for checking into the home for Wayward OCs. This is a podcast where a friend and I talk about our original characters, the good, the bad, and the self-inserts. Today, our guest is Christina Woods. Christina, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for asking, Christina. Great. And since this might get a little bit confusing, I will be putting in some post work to make sure that me, myself, and I here sound different. You're always so smart. Now, let's get the show on the road. Christina, who are we going to be talking about today? Today, we are going to be talking about Christina, the main character from my, our, first ever, quote-unquote, major work, Pokemon Rocks. Can you give us a little bit of context as to Christina's backstory? Uh, where she came from, what kind of uh, kind of story she's in. Christina from Pokemon Rocks uh, was created because when I was in elementary school, uh, I was between the ages of six to ten. I was, and I still am, super into Pokemon. And one of my ways of expressing my love for this franchise at the time was to essentially create a self-insert fanfiction where my friends and I uh, essentially entered the world of Pokemon and we went on adventures and things. Uh, So this is, Christina is from this fanfiction that I wrote over the course of about, about four years in school. Now, what does Christina look like? Well, Christina looks exactly like you and I did at the age of about seven. Uh, Short bob cut, hair with glasses. And because at the time of writing, and I mean kind of still is, Misty was and is my, our favorite Pokemon character. So Christina's main outfit was Misty's outfit from the original Pokemon anime that kind of yellow t-shirt thing with like the red suspenders and the kind of like overall shorts. And I also made sure to include her lightning bolt tennis shoes because those were great too. Why did you come up with the idea of Christina? Why did her story happen? Christina's story, Pokemon Rocks, really came about because I wanted to do something with my friends that was more involved than just playing Pokemon games on the playground. And also because, I mean, I was and still am a creator and I love telling stories. And this was one of the ways for me to express my my love for Pokemon as a franchise. And admittedly, uh, Christina is not a very, uh, shall we say, deep or developed character, but that's partially because uh, when I when I created Christina, I was seven, and so the concept of having, of making any character in anything that was not some version of myself was really weird. So Christina is more, is pretty much just me at the age that I was writing it, only in the Pokemon world instead. Uh, in some ways, she had more agency than than kids do when they're in elementary school, but that's part of the whole, like, not the conceit, but that's part of the whole premise of Pokemon as a series. 
that the kids just kind of run off and do whatever the heck they want, and the adults either get captured by Team Rocket or hand out gym badges. What's your favorite thing about Christina, the original character? I think one of my favorite things about Christina, the OC, is that for a lot of my creative journeys, I guess you could say, she was really the first. Uh, Her story was the first that I ever really illustrated, and I'm pretty sure that I referenced Pokemon Rocks when I was applying to get into my illustration program at school, um, because it was the first thing that I'd ever really illustrated for myself, the first any for the first of any kind of a longer narrative that I tried to do. And because honestly this the story that I wrote, Pokemon Rocks, is it is absolute it is absolute Mary Sue self insert fanfic, but it's a lot of fun to go back on to go back and look back on. And I got over truthfully, I wouldn't be saying this if you'd asked me this question about let's say five years ago. Because now I have successfully entered a place where my old, most of my old original characters are now dearly beloved in my uh, in my frame of mind, and not necessarily embarrassing anymore, which is something that I am very much so grateful for. Because why necessarily be ashamed of things that you made because they were fun? What are some of your favorite plot points that have happened to Christina? in the story Pokemon Rocks. Okay, well, some of my favorite plot points are that because it was a self-insert fan fiction, uh, it pretty much followed the main plot of the Pokemon series with some with some variances to make sure that my friends and I could all get involved with it. Um, the main character was for myself and two of my friends. Uh, who I'm just going to refer to as one and two because I didn't get in contact with them and ask them if I could refer to them in this podcast. Uh, but they they pretty much just went on their journeys. Um, I really liked how I started off uh, Christina's journey, which was that it, she was watching Pokemon on the TV and a portal opened up in the television screen and Professor Oak said, walk in, essentially, walk into the television, we're going to take you to the Pokemon world. And because that was Destiny Calling, she stepped into the television screen. And then, ta-da, she and her... I think, actually, I had like six or seven of my friends that were in this. Uh, ta-da, we all were in the Pokemon world. Uh, so a lot of the events of... Pokemon Rocks are ones that I lifted more or less directly from the TV show and the video games. There, except for the fact that I think I had one of my friends get married to Misty because she was his favorite character, and I don't remember what on earth I had happen to Ash. I'm pretty sure I took the opportunity to humiliate Gary at every chance because I wasn't, I wrote it when I was six and I wasn't to the point yet of thinking anything besides, oh, this character is the jerk. So that part of that is coming from a six or seven year old's mentality. Um, there was, I made sure that I incorporated the plot from the original Pokemon TV show where they went to Lavender Town and Ash got into some kind of accident and he, his spirit left his body and hung out with the ghosts. 
So that's something that I did in this fanfic because I thought that was a really fun plot even though I would never want to do that in a million years because I am not necessarily scared of ghosts, but I don't want to make them angry. Um, another plot point that I love now in retrospect is that uh, this Pokemon Rocks is the first story that I ever wrote where, and it's also the first story where I killed off a character. <laughs> Uh, because a little bit of real-life scenario is that I was doing a lot of the drawings and illustrations in this from a book that friend number one was letting me borrow because he had the gold and silver strategy guide. And in second grade, so sometime around, I think we were right about the Whirl Islands or Cienwood Gym or something in Johto, and he stopped letting me borrow the strategy guide. And so in retribution, my seven-year-old self decided that the best thing to do was to write him out of the story, which I did by saying that he fell off of his Pokemon as we were surfing back to Olivine City, and he got sucked down into the whirlpools in the Whirl Islands and was never seen again. I don't have it in front of me, but that is almost an exact quote. And when... Uh, Christina and remaining friend number two got back to the mainland. They promptly divided up everything that friend number one had owned in the story. So all of his Pokemon got split between the two of them. And all of his badges and probably all of his money. So seven-year-old me was... I, I'm just going to use vindictive lightly here. Uh... Aside from that, I'm trying to think of other bits that were my favorite. Most of my memories of Pokemon Rocks are from the first... I think I had... I think I filled up four spiral-bound notebooks with, with this narrative. Because I had a very small one that I used for specifically for uh, taking on the Elite Four in the Indigo League. Because that was the shortest arc, but it still counted as an arc in the anime, and I thought, oh, well, I have to make it a specific... I have to make it separate from the others. So, there was that. Um, but I don't really remember a lot of what I did in Hoenn, because I don't think I ever actually finished that one. Uh, by the time that Ruby and Sapphire came out, and the... and I think it was Pokemon Advanced came out, in the US. Um, friend number one and friend number two were no longer my friends at all in real life. And so I had friend number three who was my sidekick for the Hoenn edition. Uh, I remember that at some point there was an illustration that I did for Hoenn and I think it was something around something relating to Team Magma and Team Aqua. And I just remember vividly that there was that all of my Pokemon were balancing on like circus equipment for some reason while Christina pointed and mocked the pointed at and mocked the evil teams that were I'm sure messing up in some comedic way. How do you see yourself in Christina? Well uh I see myself in Christina a lot partially because Christina is a snapshot of what Christina the real-life person was like at the ages of six to ten. Uh, had, with 
she has a very big imagination and cares a lot about people and uh, was extremely competent at Pokemon, which was why she was in the Pokemon world to begin with and not and it why it was not a story that I was writing about my life in my elementary school. Not to say that it was boring, but just that it was very mundane. And Pokemon was and is exciting. So I think especially as the uh as I continued to write Pokemon Rocks, uh, both I and the character got more snarky. And there, and I mean, I, I, as a, I as an adult recording this podcast, am, I, I'm tempted to say impressed a little bit with how quickly uh, Christina, the character, and also Christina, the author and illustrator, was willing to cut ties with people and say, nope, you know what, this plotline isn't working anymore, you're gone. Oh, here are some of the Pokemon that Christina has owned in the context of the story. Um, I think her starter was a Pikachu, but she very quickly, I think, also got a Togepi because Pikachu was Ashes and Misty was, uh, and Togepi was Misty's. And those were uh, my two favorite characters from the Pokemon anime. And I'm trying to remember what else she had. At some point, uh, she, I think she caught most of the Kanto decks. I know that there was at least a Ponyta that evolved into a Rapidash in the exact same scenario as the Ponyta that Ash was riding on in that one Relay Race episode. And at some point she got a, she got, I think, I think she caught a Haunter and a Ghastly and a Gengar in Lavender Town. Um, I think she had a Starmie or something again, because Misty had a Starmie. So of course, Christina, the character was going to have a Starmie. And then at some point, I just started giving Christina all of my favorite legendaries. So Christina had, uh... Christina had access to, um, I think I had Moltres and Raikou, and I think I think at one point I had a baby Mew because friend number two, his favorite Pokemon was Mew, and so he had, uh, and so his Mew had babies and then adopted them out to the other characters in the story. Um... There, there was one thing that I did in this story, which was that I color-coded all of the Pokemon. So, like, Pokemon that friend number one had were, like, were, were more green-colored or, like, special green variants. And, like, friend number two's were more blue. And Christina's were all, like, pink-colored. Like, I think specifically, like, her ghost, like, her ghost Pokemon were more pink. And I'm also remembering now, and hopefully this will be going up accompanying the episode, uh, I remember that I, in some context, had a... Or it was either me or friend number two that specifically had a Vulpix, and, which later evolved into a Ninetales, that was blue and had ice powers. So Pokemon, Game Freak, I did it first. Back in about 19, well, no, not 19, would have been somewhere around the early aughts. I don't remember. I didn't, I didn't sign or date any of this stuff when I was writing and drawing it. So 
there's that. But I was I was doing color variants and special ice type Vulpix first, so ha. Of course, I realize that I can't actually make any kind of a legal claim to that, but uh, yeah. So no, keep that in the back of your minds, dear listener. That Christina Woods did it first, even though I'm not really salty about it at all. But it's whatever. Oh, one other thing is that I also actually made up some Pokemon for this, uh, for this thing that I wrote. I think at some point I had an evolution for, I, th- I feel like I had an evolution for Celebi. And like I said, Mew had babies, although they were just smaller Mews. And some of them were definitely blue before I knew that shiny Mew was blue. And in particular, the only one that I really remember is that I had Aerodactyl get an evolution where it had, instead of two wings, there were four wings. And it was called Pteranodon, which is, I'm 99% sure that's just an actual real dinosaur that existed. Uh, But Pteranodon is still one of the only, to this date, original Pokemon that I've ever made. But Pteranodon was pretty rad. And so if you ever have me fight in a... If I ever fight with an Aerodactyl, it'll probably be named in some way, Pteranodon, just as an homage. Has Christina made it into anything else that you, I, we have done or created? Well, in some aspects, Christina does live on, partially as, I mean, one of the main inspirations for this, for this podcast. She's featured both in the album art and on the banner, and also a little bit in some of the in some of the actual Pokemon playing that I do because as long as I for as long as I have been able to choose the female trainer option in a in a Pokemon video game I have chosen the female trainer option and this trainer has almost always been named Christina or Chrissy and so there are some parts of Christina the OC that do live on but it's mostly as homages to other things. And actually, um, I think it was last summer, uh, someone uh, that I follow on Twitter, uh, her handle is at Ravy Ray, R-A-V-E-Y-R-A-I. She did uh, a couple of, I guess, prompts, you could say, about uh, like redrawing something that you drew when you were a kid. And so I redrew the cover of Pokemon Rocks, which will be going up with this episode as a kind of visual diary. So Christina is still puttering around in my head and sometimes providing inspiration for things. And finally, why do you love Christina so much? I think that I love Christina so much because in a lot of ways, Christina is me. And not just in the ways of self-insert Mary Sue that I came up with at the tender age of 6 to 10 but because Christina is a Pokemon nerd who is able to use her knowledge to help people and to be the main character of her own story. And yes, Christina knows sometimes when to cut people out of her life. Sometimes it's through an act of God. Sometimes it's just in dividing their items and belongings as they leave your life. (laughs) Um, Not that I encourage murdering people. This podcast will never condone murder. Um, but 
she's just she is she is the foundation for a lot of what I've done as a creator, and I owe a lot to this little stick figure with three eyelashes on each eye and no real anatomy whatsoever. Well, thank you, Christine, for coming on to talk about Christina, the original character on today's show. You're very welcome, Christina. I, Christina Woods, can be found on Twitter at cwoodsart, or you can contact me through the official show Twitter, which is that the Home for Wayward OCs can be found on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Our theme song is Violet by Pottington Bear, courtesy of the Free Music Archives. New episodes come out on the second and fourth Mondays of the month. If you'd like to get in touch with us, we can be found on Twitter at WaywardOCPod or through the hashtag WaywardOCPod. You also can email us at WaywardOCPod at gmail.com. We are always looking for guests to talk about their original characters, so drop us a line if you're interested. And since we're just starting out, it would be super helpful if you can subscribe and rate us on your listening platform of choice. That helps us find more guests and brighten more people's day. Thank you all for listening. This has been the Home for Wayward OCs, and we hope you enjoyed your stay. Thank you.